Welcome to the very special episode of Sith Happens. I'm Alex with your co-host Nick and this is very, very, very exciting because not only are we discussing The Bad Batch season premiere, we're also doing this episode unedited so you get to hear everything and we're live on Instagram. So basically, I'm live on my Instagram at simp on simp for skywalker underscore and we created an instagram for the podcast sith happens pod same username as a twitter and we're going live and it's so cool <laughs> i can see nick we never see each other when we're doing these so this is really 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 weird <laughs> because i can see him and he can see me so yeah welcome happy bad batch happy star wars day how exciting is this it's Star Wars Day. It's my first Star Wars Day. I'm so thrilled to be here. Um, Nick, h- how's your day been? How how you how you holding up over there? Uh, it's been a pretty decent Star Wars Day. I haven't Anything not exciting? done that much today. Um, nah, just Jay chilling, trying to watch you on the news. Yeah, Good I was start. on Good, Good Morning start. America this morning. If you caught that, that was super fun. Shout out to everyone else that was there. Had a great time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we compared had... to last Star Wars Day, <laughs> I was in the middle of like exam week, and uh, but it was nice though because Victory and Death, the last episode of the Clone Wars, came out and oof, just oof. It's tough. Yeah. But today mm-hmm. we had Bad Batch premiere. Yay! So normally, I guess episode format to run y'all down. Again, unedited, so brace yourselves. It's going to be a little rough, especially first time through. You can make that's what she said joke, but we're moving on. So we're going we're gonna to kind of skip the news. We don't really have anything to discuss. Um, we're more focused on Bad Batch. We got a lot to talk about and no time for editing and cuts. So, yeah, let's get started. Yay. <laughs> so first off, I guess, you know, kind of we, we, we did discuss this a little bit, but like overall impression of the episode like was it better than you thought worse than you thought okay like like what are we thinking um about what i expected it was good quality animation um so it looked fantastic the story was roughly what i expected there were some surprises but overall it was Solid, a solid first episode. This was a good start, and I'm excited for the season. That is true. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. I was, I know we, I guess my overall impression, it was really good. I, like Nick said, I, it was very predictable, I thought, for the most part, except for the first half, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, but I'm excited to see where the show goes. We got to confirm 16 episodes, new episode coming out Friday, so... Very, 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 very exciting. Mm-hmm. So, if we're going to start off from the beginning, I mean, that opening sequence, I know we kind of talked about in the trailer that we thought we were getting, like, the very end of the Clone Wars, which is what we got. We got, like, a ending battle and that, which was fun. Oh, hold up, hold up. Are we just going to skip over the title Wait, sequence? Oh, and my the God, previews? I completely forgot. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Hold up. So, well, because I'm trying to remember now. Hold on. I can pull it up. But, title. We got that Bad Batch 
coming out of Clone Wars. I mean, you got mm-hmm. mm-hmm, what we think about that. It's, mm-hmm, she's spicy. I was I was shocked to see the Clone Wars logo pop up. I was like, I was not. Are they really just doing this? Yes, and then it burned into the Bad Batch, and I was like, whoa. I guess whoa. I expected that. This is what we're doing. I did not expect that. I don't know why I didn't expect it, because you're, like you said before, we saw it in the trailer. It was what the they fir- did. Was it, no, it was the teaser. The teaser. But, like, I don't know, I just didn't expect it. I was very also, ready to just see Bad Batch. Maybe for um, the rest of the episodes, they'll do that. Just. I'm looking at it now, too. You know how they have the Star Wars, like, logo that comes up? Not It goes Lucasfilm, then the Star Wars logo, then whatever the thing is? Yeah. That was a different logo than what it normally is. Not logo, but, like, you know how they normally show the faces of characters? Yeah. They showed animated characters. So I'm going to look at it right now. And they showed, hold on. So you got Lucasfilm logo... They showed Grievous, something else. I can't tell what that is. Chopper. Uh, it looks like a droid, but like a, not like a, a weird droid. Like a, his head's kind of, I can't describe what this is. It's a different droid and then, they're all droids. Oh, and then Wrecker. And then it looks like, oh, then Bo-Katan. Then a stormtrooper. They were all like droids or um, something. And that caught my eye this morning. And that was really interesting to me. I'm not sure if that it's because this is Bad Batch. Or if it's because this is animated or whatever. But it was all like droids or storm stormtroopers. Or like Mandalorian-esque things. Which I thought was really interesting. I mean that's kind of cool. I, I figure cool. it's just because it's animated. So maybe they'll have different ones for the different shows and stuff. I've- if we have one... For the Vision show, that's just completely different in, like, a 2D-style animation. That would be really cool. Like, Marvel changes up their opening logo all the time. So, that's cool. I mean, yeah, good stuff. So, I mean, moving on after that, we did get the, like you said, the Bad Batch. No, Clone Wars fighting into Bad Batch, which Mm -hmm. is good stuff. Like you said, I expected that. It looks so cool. I'm sorry. I'm watching it right now. It looks, yeah, it, it's good stuff. It's, um, yeah. yeah. and then like you said, we got, it. it's like, um, it's the feel of Clone Wars season seven. Like it's, it's, you have the slow title pop up and it, it's literally Clone Wars season seven. So then we have this little title pop up, which is great. I was like, oh great. We're getting this. And then we get a look into the Clone Wars, which was something I was thought we would get, but I wasn't sure. So we're getting some droids, we're getting some stormtroopers. Then we get this scene, which I screamed from Revenge of the Sith, but animated in Clone Wars animation. So it's where Obi-Wan and Anakin rescue the Chancellor. And it's animated. It's like a, a two-second long max maybe clip. And it's, it's so beautiful. Like, I was talking to Nick earlier, and I was like, I would be happy with a clone. Like, instead of them releasing the four-hour cut of Revenge of the Sith, animating Revenge of the Sith in Clone Wars animation and releasing it on the 20th anniversary of that movie. I think that would be incredible. Um, but that scene looked incredible. We got to see a little bit of Anakin and Obi-Wan, and that's all we got. And we got General Grievous, and he looks freaking awesome. And we literally got him for... 
two seconds. And he's sitting in this little dinky escape pod. <laughs> we got some Mace Windu action. Then we got Obi-Wan back. And I was like, mm-hmm. Uh, looks like we got some clips from Season 7, honestly. And then we open on Collar with Depa Bilova. And as soon as I saw her, I don't know about you, but I was like, are we getting Caden, a.k.a. Caleb? I mean... Are you good to dive into this or your dog's still barking, Nick? <laughs> I think we're good. Mm. Um, this was like... Yeah, the second I saw her, I was like, oh, okay, this is what we're doing. And this is the Order 66 we're going to see. And uh, I'm not mad about it at all. I didn't disappoint. I liked it. I just... This was... So when I say that the most of the episode is predictable, except for the beginning, this is what I mean. I, I knew we might get a little bit of into the Clone Wars still, like that overlap period, but I did not expect this. And it was a good opening fight scene for the Bad Batch, too. I think that this is the best they do with the fighting choreography, with the Bad just Batch. because every time they have a fight, like everyone in that group always gets like a moment to stand out and showcase their abilities and everything so i think they just always do a really good job and this scene was no different and we got them walking away looking badass from an explosion expected but little, still nice what to are your see. thoughts on freddie pinez jr coming back and voicing caleb <laughs> i heard it and i was like it this didn't... sounds like an older person trying to sound like a younger person but I mean, his voice matched up, so good for him for getting a paycheck. And it's <laughs> nice that they're sticking with canon with voice actors. That's always nice to see, but, like, it took me out of it for a second. It did. I didn't think that... I didn't notice anything, like, about the voice. I was like, oh, yeah, this kind of sounds weird, but I was like, yeah, it's it's canon, you know? Yeah. And until I got into Twitter and people were like making memes about it and everything and then i was like oh yeah and then because I, I i watched it twice so far and i and then i went back and watched it and i was like yeah that is a little odd but it's canaan so i'm not mad about it and you can tell like he tried making his voice higher parts but it's at the same time he's just like no it's it, that's canaan <laughs> i, I mean how Kanan, do we think he is here he's 12 13 oof then yeah no <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. I was like, you know what? If it's fifteen sixteen, then maybe I would have been like, okay, they could have gotten away with it, and then just added some voice cracks or something. But twelve thirteen, so funny. Oof. Oof. Like, that was that was tough. It's I don't because we and we talked about this in the trailer. You thought that this was where they were still in, you know, the Clum War, which I yeah. always enjoyed seeing the droids. They make me laugh so much. I love them. They're so stupid. <laughs> so let's see. I'm skimming through the episode. Unless I see. Oh my god, little Caleb. He's just adorable. I, we did reference. We talked about this a little earlier too. Animation was a little funky in some spots. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I know there were some times where like Caleb looked like his cloak or whatever. Him in the cloak. Adorable. Anyways. It looked a little but yeah, some of the motion sequences and stuff, it just looked rendered funny. 
Like it wasn't More terrible. If you if you but don't it, watch yeah, Clone it wasn't Wars, that you bad. wouldn't be like, oh, but um, just you know, in general. And then I guess here's our little debate that might take us some time. I saw on Twitter people because basically what happens, you know, you get Bad Batch comes in, they all look all cool, whatever. Then you get into Order sixty six, and like I wasn't expecting it to be as sudden as it was. I guess. No. Like, all of a sudden, it was just, like... Neither did the Jedi. I... <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but, like, so, you know, K- Caleb's about to run away at the Bad Batch to go do something, and, you know, Dipabilla is... She's just there, and then all of a sudden, you just... Like, I thought they were going to do something or whatever, and all of a sudden, it just cut, and they were, like... Ex- you just hear him going, execute Order 66, and then I yeah. was just... It was very sudden. Like, you know, you normally get some of the music thing, whatever. No. Very sudden. Um, and this is where we're having a little bit of an issue. So, canon-wise, people, and again, I didn't know this before going on Twitter, but people are saying that there are several books and comics that are conflicting with the story of Caleb and the Order 66. Yeah. You know a little more about this than me, but... A little. Yeah, so... I guess what what from your point of things, what's what's new going on with this? Basically, there's a comic that shows Kanan's experience, Caleb's experience during Order sixty six, and the Bad Batch is nowhere to be seen in it, and basically it's just a different version of what we saw him escaping, his master being killed, all of that stuff. Um, honestly, this happens a lot. It kind of sucks, where not every part of canon is taken, not as seriously, but it's not respected as well, and it leads to people stepping on each other's toes and all of that stuff. It happened with the final season of Clone Wars with Ahsoka and the Ahsoka book. They conflict a lot, and I mean, that's just what happens. It's it's annoying more than anything else. But it's not that bad. Of course, this is coming from someone that didn't buy or read those comics mm-hmm. or those books. So, you know, take it there. I mean, I obviously felt differently when they got rid of all of Legends continuity for the sequel trilogy. I mean, that hurt. I spent the time and money on those books. So I get how people might be a little mad about this. And the fact that they keep doing this, which is just weird to me, that they keep doing this sort of thing. But... It is what it is. Sith happens. Ain't that the truth? I know. Some people were like, I'm not even considering books canon anymore, comics canon anymore, because I keep stepping on the toes, or not the books, but the TV shows and other media keep. And that's um, honestly how you have to see it. The movies and the TV shows are the hard canon, and the books, if you're really invested in this universe, the books and the comic books are additional stuff, but you always have to take it at Hopefully, the directors and creators of the hard canon Mm -hmm. are paying attention to this, but also, there's a lot of Star Wars out there, so maybe they're not, and maybe things get lost in translation. At least I expected slightly more from Dave Filoni. Just a little bit. Man's busy. Man can't be reading every comic book and book. But, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, it's strange. I mean, this scene was pretty cool. And it's also... The Bad Batch weren't created when 
that comic or book came out. And and same thing with the Ahsoka book. They weren't expecting to have a final season, so they just released the -hmm. story they had as a novel. And then when the final season did come out, they were like, you know what, let's change some things here and there. And that's what happens. So, you know, See, hindsight's twenty twenty. Now that I'm looking at this, it's like, okay, but what would he look like in, as an adult in Clone Wars animation? I want to know. Oof, uh, I'm, like, playing it in the background that. right now. Because Depa Bill, okay, see, look, okay, so literally he just ran away, and then a clone behind her gets an order. And she all, she looks so beautiful in this animation. I just, gorgeous. Stunning. Anyways. I did like this sequence though and honestly i as i told nick earlier oh no she's getting shot up as i told nick earlier i think it makes more sense that the bad batch saved him and by the bad batch i more mean like hunter because this kid is a padawan and i know we have calcastus and stuff and you know it's supposedly their master saved them but it's like seeing this unfold it makes more sense them and you can see his like mistrust in the Jedi, or not the Jedi, the clones, and it's it's very, and this, a lot of people are saying, too, that this gives them hope that we're going to get Rex meeting up with Wolf and Gregor, I believe it is. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're seeing him tie in Rebels to Clone Wars. I feel like this show can do a good job at bridging those two, um, eventually, like it kind of is right now. But, I mean... I'm just excited to get Rebel stuff in Clone Wars. I mean, I know it's one thing, but this was a shock and, you know, pretty cool stuff. Yeah. So, basically, moving on, we kind of get, you know, Bad Batch doing whatever. He's dead, but not really. Whatever. They fly back to Kamino. Oh, no. Crosshair almost killing... What's it called? Yeah, Crosshair just goes for it. (laughs) This like, is... good soldiers follow orders. So and he I... said that line, and I was like, all right, this is what we're doing. Well, that's what I'm saying. What I got from the show was he he has the chip. They all have the chip, as far as the chip situation goes. They all have the chip, but Crosshairs is the only one that still is, like, partially working. Yes. That's what I got. And it's only partially working until... Until the they until the end. And we'll get to that, yeah. And but then yeah. with Echo's chip, because I was like, I gotta explain that, and of course, you know, they did. Damage Echo received in Season 7, like, basically broke his chip. Well. That's kind of what I got, which... Technically honest, before Season 7, but yeah. When the Citadel and stuff blew up. Well, yeah. when they find it, yeah. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So that's Brain an interesting damage. way of going about things. I mean, that's what it. we expected, yeah. Well, I, w- I know with the whole Crosshair situation, we weren't sure if we were going to get him just being loyal to the... I mean... Well, or also, like... I think it's also a matter, too, of Crosshair's mutation isn't that far off from a regular cone trooper. Mm-hmm. He has better instincts and better um, accuracy more than anything else in that natural talent. But compared to Hunter, who actually has, like, those abilities to be able to track and everything and sense those differ- differences, um, Wrecker, who's literally, you know, huge, he's just different, just literally built My different. My dog is barking. Keep going. <laughs> and, um, 
tech whose main difference is his brain and his mind. I think it makes sense that out of all of those, that Crosshair is the one that's chip partially works because he's the closest to a regular clone. Mm-hmm. Also, personality wise, he seems like someone that would shoot some kids. Like, you know, I he's like, that. all right, let's do it. It's just interesting stuff. Yeah. You have any other thoughts on that whole situation or? No, it was a solid beginning to the series and sets up Crosshair and kind of just sets up what we're getting into. So we get on Camino, And again, this is what we all kind of expected. Until we run into some little fella. And her name is Omega. And not going to lie, I thought that she was going to be so annoying. <laughs> and just, like, not it. Not it. At all. She grew on me so much in one episode. Like, I love this yeah. girl. She's yeah. so friggin' cute. She, I mean, we'll, we can talk about all the cute things that she does, but she is, to quote the Kaminoan. Kaminoan? How would you pronounce this? Kaminoan? You always must be. I'm always very confident with pronunciations, and then you say something <laughs> like that, and I actually have to stop and think about it. Camino win. Camin, I hate you. Um, <laughs> we'll come back to it. Them, the natives, okay. the people that live on Camino. To they described. Yeah. Mm, they described Omega as quote, where is it? A medical assistant, one with a curious mind that causes her to wander. End quote. So that was just interesting. Because I don't think, at least at that time, too, I knew we kind of all suspected that she was a clone, but it wasn't confirmed. Yeah. And it's just, she's just, she was a curious fella. And I was like, hmm, okay. And then I wrote down do it, but I don't, oh, Tarkin. He lit, oh, when he's like, he switched to live ammunition when they're getting trained. And there's something going on there, too. I feel like they're, I don't know what's happening there. They're setting it up for something bigger. We're skipping he, the food fight. Oh, we skipped the food fight, did we? I my yeah. notes are jagged, but and the dead Jedi. Oh shit! Okay, hold on, hold on. We'll go back. We'll go back. Where was the food? Okay, so they're meeting in the room. They run into Omega. On Tarkin's thick. Then they have this meeting, and this meeting's super sketch. Something is happening here. I mean, I know you said in Legends there's like a Camino uprising. Um, and that's what brings the end of, but it looks like they're starting to discontinue using clones, even though they literally just switched. So in Legends, um, here we go. The Camino uprising, basically they aren't happy with the empire and they start making like anti-troopers that are loyal to Camino to fight the empire. So that's what happens there, which... That I might mean, be happening, honestly. Yeah, the, Camino- the Caminoans were not happy with the Empire. So, especially since Tarkin's really trying to wiggle out of that contract. He's really like, that well, contract was with the Empire. We changed the our name recently. Or the Republic. We changed our name recently. We rebranded. So, that's kind of null and void. Which, um, I don't think that's how most contracts work. 
unless there's some real fine print. But yeah, well, Tarkin was making some enemies real quick. And then I don't know if you caught this at the end, but when they were trying to escape, this is I mean getting a little ahead of ourselves. But it was yes. that one Kaminoan that held the hangar open. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, hmm. So I don't think this is the end of our time on Camino. I guess we should, you know, yeah. we can just leave. Well, I think it the... was also pretty heavy handed that it focused so much on Camino and focused on showing that they that's where they go back in between missions. That's where their mm-hmm. barracks are, where they keep all of their stuff. Yep. And it became such a main point that they were told that Omega told them not to come back to Camino and all of that stuff. So I think that at some point we're definitely going back. And I think an uprising would be pretty cool. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, that was weird. I thought we were going to get, we were going to go to Camino. They were going to get stuck there and they would leave. I didn't think that they would go to Camino, chill for a little bit, be sent on a mission, fail that mission, come back, then be in prison, then go back. Yeah. Like, I didn't think, because it was there, back, and there, back. I thought we were just going to be there, and then they would escape, but interesting stuff. So, then we have this food fight, which was super cute. You got Omega again, and she's just adorable. And, like, you start to see the Hunter-Omega relationship. It's like a father-daughter thing, and it's, like, really, really, really cute. Like, really cute. Like, adorable. They're just so cute! Like, Oh my god, it's just gonna get better, and someone's gonna die, and I'm not gonna like it, but... Did yeah. you have any comments on that food fight? Because you seemed pretty upset when I skipped over it. I, you just you were just moving real fast. We still skipped the dead Jedi. So we're gonna skip back a little bit, because we did miss the dead body, and this is something that a lot of people have been talking about, and it's quite interesting. So, when we first get to Kamino, the first time, and the Bad Beds are walking down the aisle... There's a dead body of a Jedi covered by a sheet with a lightsaber. And there's a lot of debate about who this is. Many people it's think a it's a fancy sh- lightsaber, too. If I, well, because I was like, oh, just look up whose lightsaber it is. But, like, I don't think anyone could have has no, found yeah. it because it would have been. But, like, it was now. distinct. Like, it had that gold trim on it, too. I was like, ooh. I wouldn't mind this lightsaber. But, like, I don't know who, like, we think it's maybe Shock T because she was, you know, her big thing was Kamino. But I don't, do you have any other predictions? I mean, oh, wait, could it have been, could it have been Cal Kestis's, because weren't they training on Kamino when this whole thing happened? They're in space. Oh, they're in space. Okay. Oops, sorry, Um, dumb moment. Also, he had a double-sided lightsaber. That was not a double-sided lightsaber. I I don't remember what it looked like. I'm sorry. Um, Yeah, I think it could just be a random Jedi, but I think it being Shakti makes the most sense. That's where she was stationed for most of the Clone Wars. And she was on Coruscant during the Battle of Coruscant, and when um, Palpatine got captured, they mentioned that in the final season of Clone Wars. But... It's never said that she was killed, and we don't see her with Order 66, so... And we all know the deleted scenes from Revenge of the Sith where Grievous kills her, but those aren't canon, so... I think, realistically, Shock T makes the most sense. And it wouldn't be stepping on anyone else's toes, so... I wouldn't hate Shock T. 
I mean, it would suck because she's dead then, but maybe. Or some random Jedi. Oh, we also skipped the General Assembly meeting. Well, that's right after I was going to get into that. Just, but like, what else, what's there to talk about with that? I don't have anything to say on that. I guess we've seen so much of that in the previews. I was kind of like, yeah, okay. Thank you, next. I like seeing Palpatine give some nice Nazi speeches. It's good stuff. We don't see that all the time. Husk tried. Then they just called him a joke for the rest of the time. So, you know. That was good. good. Stuff. It was a, again, a lot of this, too. I feel like we got a lot out of the trailer in these this episode. I was not yeah. expecting that. Which, I mean, I'm excited for the rest of the season then, but we got a lot out of the trailer from just these two, or I keep saying these two, this episode. Yeah. Crazy. But I mean, you know, there's a, there's a whole, there's 15 more episodes. So. That's what I'm saying. I'm so excited for yeah. what, because like, again, like we said, this episode was kind of predictable, but we still have 15 episodes where this was kind of the only episode we knew what was going to happen, and we can talk about that at the end as well. Yeah. I mean, because I don't know what's going on after this. So, they had the meeting. Great stuff. Food fight. Co- any comments on the food fight? Um, they really went for Echo. That hurt. What Felt do you bad. mean? Oh, wait. He's the only one that got knocked out. <laughs> this is true. I mean, I didn't. Like, I saw food fight in the bingo board, and I was like, okay. Sure. I thought they were just throwing random stuff on there at that point. And then we got to a cafeteria scene, and I was like, oh my god. They're, they're really doing happen. this. <laughs> and of course, it was Omega who started it. What a savage. What a bad. Oh, I will say, it was adorable. With her, like, standing behind Hunter, trying to intimidate the guy, and then Wrecker stands up behind her, I was like, I enjoy this. They're all, like, Hunter's like her dad, and they're all, like, her uncles. And I'm <laughs> loving the vibe that we're getting from this. And they're in the hospital with Hunter, whatever. And then Omega's there. And, and that droid. <laughs> Someone said that he's the same droid that was with Fives. And he was. Um, yeah. I'm about 99% sure that that's the same droid that was with Fives. Or at least the same model, but yeah. Because it speaks the same, and I don't know, whatever, and everything. And someone yeah. made a joke on Twitter, and they were like, but what if that guy would have been like, oh, you have a problem with names too? Oh, well, I knew this guy, and his name was CT5555, and tells Echo about his time with Fives, and that's when Echo finds out what happened to Fives. That would have hurt. I would have actually yeah, liked that, would've. then they find out about the chip that way, instead of Tech just being like, yeah, I read it somewhere. So I actually would have preferred that. I would have liked that. Wouldn't that have been but- like gut-wrenching like i oh. that would have been oh, everything involving fives is gut-wrenching honestly anytime anyone brings them brings them up I like they're gonna eventually meet up with rex and rex is gonna bring up fives and that's gonna it's, that's it's gonna, gonna hurt. this is gonna be an interesting uh direction so because really we don't echo probably doesn't know what happened to fives because he was captured by then and then when he came back, I doubt anyone really talked about it other than the fact that Fives was dead. So like, yes, Echo was in. He got captured in season five. Yes, and then the Fives arc was season six, as part of the Lost Missions. Yeah. So like, oof, having yeah. seeing Echo's reaction to that might be that that might hurt. 
it's just, you know, it's pretty, uh... Yeah. Um, then we have training, their training simulation. This was interesting. They started using live rounds on them, and I was like, hmm. Also, hmm. those are dark troopers. I did see that. Clone, like, that animation style. Whew. Beautiful. Yeah. I like that they like dark troopers so much. I like that Dave Filoni likes dark troopers so much. Showed up in the Mandalorian, showing up here. Is like, you know yeah. what Dave Filoni doesn't like? Hmm. Respecting Star Wars book and comic canon. Moving on. <laughs> happens. Happens. Um. Let's see. You know they fight them. The sequence is really long. Oh, then we get this scene after they win. They fight. They win. Whatever. Tarkin is meeting up with the Kaminoans again, and they're still producing clones. Yes. Which, again, this is a different arc than at least I thought they were going with. Because, you know, we and we noted, too, that they were having more and more issues with producing clones. So we weren't sure if they were going to be, you know, we thought they were stopping or something. That was why. And they're still, like, these are, like, babies. So I, I know even on Twitter the other day people were joking. They're like, what, are they just going to throw all them out? <laughs> gonna like throw out all these like children clones that they're still making and Tarkin and the Kimmy Owens have this conversation and honestly I don't remember what it's about at all but Omega is there and she's listening in which I find interesting she seems very intrigued in this yes do you remember what that conversation is about basically that he was impressed by the bad batch but he realized that they don't follow orders that well and um he was looking to see if they had any more enhanced clones and this is where we get that exchange that there's five enhanced oh yeah okay, yeah i don't think anyone realized at least on twitter too until the end of the episode that when they referred to five enhanced clones they weren't including echo in that number and Omega yeah, was in just that number. Damaged. <laughs> He's damaged goods. No, but yes. like I just, my brain was like, oh yeah, five damn, like five, whatever. It's there's five yeah. of them there. And then we realized at the end of the episode that they're referring to Omega, so it's been confirmed that Omega is a clone. Yes. So we will get into that a little later, but they're sent on a mission to neutralize separatists. Is that what it was? Separatist insurgents on in the Onderon system. Onderon. Hmm. Yes. Okay. So immediately they said that and I was like, ah, Sagarera. I didn't think that at all. I didn't know I who did Onderon was. That's the was only like, person we really know in Onderon. In the Onderon system. I just system. forgot what Onderon was. You're like, they pronounce Alderon wrong. No. <laughs> I mean But before they leave. We get this little thing with Omega and Hunter. And again, I'm screaming because Hunter's like kneeling down so he could be eye level with Omega. And it's freaking adorable. And she warns them about Tarkin. He's, she's like, they, he has it out for you. Don't come back to Camino. He's bad guy. Whatever. Very odd. It was very, I don't know. 
She's like, don't. And he's like, what the frick are you talking about? She's like, just don't come back. He's like, okay. I don't know. <laughs> Interesting. And you're like, hmm, maybe something's up, even though we know that shit's up. So we're on Onderon, yeah. and I was like, ooh, it's the Umbara arc, because it looks like a jungle, even because I was not paying attention the first time. And we run into Saw Guerrero and his insurgents. And I'm not going to lie, I was shocked because I did not think that Saw would be showing up as soon as he did. Yeah. He, like, I, th- I didn't think we'd be getting Saw until the end of the season. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, like I said, I, once they said Andron, I was like, oh, so this is happening. I'm just now. bad at planet names, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> but um, yeah, I do think it was kind of weird that it was so soon. But I think it was more than anything to just show how everyone's reacting to it because I mm. do like this series. Like Clone Wars, we had arcs about the clones and about people and the different planets, but a lot of the time it was always focused on the Jedi, Ahsoka, Anakin, Obi Wan. And so on and stuff. But, you know, I personally, you know, I like those clone-centric arcs and those more ground-level stories in Star Wars. So I think this, more or less, was just to establish how people felt about the Empire. Mm-hmm. That, like, Saw Guerrero spent his whole life and lost his sister fighting against the Separatists mm-hmm. just to have it replaced by the Empire. So he's not willing to give up that freedom yet that he's still been fighting for this whole time. So I think it makes sense. And I do like that this is sort of laying the groundwork for a pseudo empire or empire versus rebellion type thing. And he even says it here that um, the war has ended, but now the the civil war is beginning. And that's what that's always Mm -hmm. referred to as the galactic civil war. So I think it made sense to put this scene here. But it does seem kind of early. And it kind of rushed. Like, you'd expect Sagarera to get, like, a full episode with the Bad Batch. So it was kind of strange. It was just weird to me. I'm not even, like, I'm not mad about it at all. Like, I really do like that we kind of, like, you can still see that from the, even the very beginning of the Empire, you always have this rebellion kind of going on. And not that they're amounting to anything, but you always have this group of people. Whether it's small pockets or just one larger little pocket. Of people, you know, that are technically rebels. Yeah. It's just, you know, from the trailer, I didn't think we would be getting it until a little later. So it's nice to have this now. And I think it kind of sets the groundwork for where the series could go. Because, as we'll be talking about soon, where this episode left us off, I don't know where they're taking this. I have a few ideas, but it's kind of all up in the air, which I like. Because we know, at the end of the day, how the story is going to play out like we don't see any of these characters in future canon as far as like rebels which is the next thing i believe that comes up in canon in this and no solo solo technically is the first the next thing that comes up in canon but as far as like care like we don't see any of the bad batch in rebels the only people we see in rebels are hunter not nope rex and ahsoka and yes obviously we didn't have the bad batch then but It'll be interesting because unlike, I mean, no, unlike Clone Wars Season 7 where you knew that, oh yeah, Ahsoka's obviously going to live and oh yeah, Rex is obviously going to live. We don't know the fates for any of these characters, Omega or any of the Bad Batch. So, should be interesting because we don't know what's going on, really, at all. Yeah. I, 
honestly wouldn't hate Crosshair being the only one to live and just work for the Empire the whole way through. Hmm. Yeah. I want an encounter with Vader still, I mean. <laughs> like, it would have been cool, too, if, like, the Bad Batch worked as Vader's, like, personal bounty hunter system. But obviously, you know, they're We could still not... get that with the five, or not the Bad Batch, but with the 501st like they used to do in Legends, where they're partially clone troopers still, even mm-hmm. after the rest of the Empire says, we're going to stop doing clone troopers, that Vader continues. I hope they do something like that. I hope they start bringing in elements like that. Um, yeah, it is strange, just pacing-wise, that we got Sakurai so fast. But I mean, oh, may, do you think mention, we might see him again? I think so. I think he gets a dedicated episode at some point, especially if they're this meeting season up with Rex, or like in because another... Rex is friends with him. Oh, true. Yeah, so I wouldn't. Well, hate did that. you did you catch the line where who was it? Echo mentions. Echo was like, oh, yeah, this is Saw Gerrera. He was trained by Captain Rex and General Skywalker. I think that's what he yeah. said. Yeah. I shed a tear. And they also mentioned that... Tech mentions that reports say that the Jedi attacked the trans- Chancellor and it was treason and all of that stuff. So, like, that's the report that all of the army is going with. And most of them believe it, obviously, Obviously, because Order 66 and stuff, so they kind of have to. Mm -hmm. But I do find it interesting that they're sort of trying to make sense of this thing that's happening first before just jumping in and being like, we don't like this. Mm -hmm. Also, um, Crosshair just being ready to shoot that grandma. That grandma? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Even, like, Like, being ready to shoot... Caleb I mean, shoot earlier. and Caleb, but, like, he straight up, like, not, <laughs> he could have chosen, like, someone that actually had a weapon or something, or, like, Saw Gerrera, but no, he immediately lines up his crosshairs, no pun intended, <laughs> with the grandma, with the old lady that's just sitting on a log <laughs> At least it wasn't another kid. At least it wasn't another kid. I mean, kid. yeah, but still. I would have respected that more, because he seems to just dislike kids. Like, he doesn't like Omega. I would have been like, alright, so he just doesn't like kids. But, no, he's just... He just hates everyone at this point. He's just not a nice dude. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Mm-hmm. So, then, you know, we get there, and they decide not to kill him, and Crosshair's, like, all pissy-pissy, and you can kind of see this is going to build to something, whether it's this episode or whatever. Then you get Omega... Snooping around the Bad Batch's quarters or whatever you want to call them. And she gets busted by some trooper. And I don't know what she was looking for. I don't think she was looking for anything specific. It seemed more of like a, you know, she does have this bond with them because she is the only other defect clone. And she kind of looks up to them. And again, she's so freaking cute. I felt like I'm shocked. I went to this expecting to despise omega like like hate her basically annoying little kid right i get one episode in and i'm like oh my god she's so cute look at her like come on now complete 180 like crazy but i'm gonna stay it right off the bat (laughs) no you're not because your dogs are barking (laughs) 
I guess, you know, then they fly back to Camino until Nick can come back in. And, you know, it's raining. And it's very ominous. You can tell something's going to go down because, you know, it's like pitch black outside and it's raining. And it's always raining on Camino, but it just seems more ominous, I guess. You skipped the Imperial Probe droid. I did. I'm really bad at this. Well, we'll work on it for next Friday. Anyways, Imperial Probe droid. Yeah, they were spying on them. So, again, it's that being sent to Andorum was kind of like their test, I guess. And, you know, with Imperial Probe droid spying on them. And then, you know, Hunter shooting it. And Crosshair not seeming to be bothered by that at all. He's kind of just like, okay, well, if we were doing our job, we wouldn't have an issue. Then would be Hunter. And Hunter's like, what the hell is wrong with you? You're following orders. He's like, aren't we supposed to be? And they're like, we don't do that. It was just, you know. I like the point TV. that he brings up that Hunter or they Crosshair? all say, Crosshair, that they all say um, that they were spying on us. The Jedi never did that. And Crosshair goes real quick You with don't it. know that. You don't know that. And I'm like, you know, honestly, someone probably was. The fact that they didn't have any oversight that whole time, like, they even mention it in the episode with the Bad Batch and Clone Wars. They're like, who do you report to? And they just go, we don't actually know. And I'm like, someone's been watching Shit. these guys at some point. You're like, right. I, yeah. I think I Crosshair's a little right about that. I wouldn't be surprised if this comes back into something that we learn because it's just a very odd point to make yeah you Hmm. don't know that huh i didn't think about that Hmm. Hmm. crosshair's quick with it that's all i'm saying crosshair's kind of quick with better than me anyways so they get back to camino and they go to bed they go to um lights out bedtime santa corner jail basically and who do they meet their butt omega and hunter goes full dad mode we can call hunter a dilf now because he's obviously a dilf i mean (laughs) is he not though come on anyways Uh, yeah oh i was gonna say omega won me over to the point i like her better than ezra it's already happened um for that young pov character that I she's supposed will... to. she does that a lot better than ezra did ezra annoyed me she hasn't annoyed me yet. well that's why i expected her to annoy me exactly and you like ezra <laughs> i i don't like it's not you, that i hate you're ezra. more forgiving than i am yeah like i can tolerate it but like i will okay as of right now put me on the record that i do like omega right now more than i do ezra Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. hates to say it anyways <laughs> but you know they're stuck in the prison and hunter's all like oh my god omega are you okay and she's like i'm scared no she's not anyways this is where one of the cutest scenes in this episode takes place where they're all sitting and omega's literally imitating everything the hunter does and i just wanted to scream like he puts his hand he rests his head on his hand and his elbow on like his knee and omega does the same thing and then he takes it off and, like, shakes his head or whatever. And Omega shakes her head and takes her hand off. And then, like, Omega lies on her lap. And she and then he, like, it's just, like, and then they stare at each other. And she's, like, oh, what? I'm not doing anything. And it was so freaking cute. She's, like, imitating him. And it's just adorable. Like, it's absolutely adorable. Like, I don't yes. know. 
It's just That's so like the cute. only thing I texted you after watching the episode. That's the one point Nick got across me. He's like, Omega imitating Hunter is adorable. And I was like, I know! So cute! Adorable. Oh, other thing that they bring up a lot is their programming. Which is... What do you mean? Just a random thing. That tech brings it up at um towards the beginning when they're first in their barracks. Mm-hmm. And that Wrecker doesn't like it that he brings up this programming thing. And Wrecker's like, I like to wreck stuff because I wreck I like to wreck stuff, not because anyone programmed me to. And that's like, they keep bringing that up a lot. And like, when they're in the jail cell, the jail cell wasn't meant for defective clones such as themselves and stuff like that. So I'm like, hmm. Yeah, again, I feel like a lot of this stuff that they keep bringing up is going to come to something. I feel like it's something that like, they're not telling us. And we're going to get something that's like, I don't know. Just yeah. very strange in the end. But, you know, basically, they break out. Oh, no, they let Crosshair out. Oh, and they're all in these yeah. black tiny suits, which look really, I'm looking at a still of this now. And they have really skinny legs, but they're all, like, super jacked. <laughs> That's their undersuits. The regular yeah, clones have those, too. I know, but they just look so funny. Like, I'm looking at one of Hunter right now, and he looks really funny. Like, <laughs> anyways, okay. They let Crosshair out, and I think at that point we all kind of knew. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. It's about to go down. It's about to go. So, basically, you know, we learned his chip is, like, it works, unlike the other ones, except it doesn't work as much as it should. So then they're like, okay, make it full power. And they're like, okay. And they do. And then he becomes full chip man. So should be interesting how that plays out over the next couple episodes. Mm-hmm. Then they break out. Omega helps them. She falls through the thing. They break out. Blah, 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 blah. Am I missing anything? Because you seem to point out everything I'm missing. No. Um, when they're breaking out. Omega copies Hunter again with the hand signals, which I... Oh, does she really? Yeah, she does. When they're, like, in that hallway. Yeah. Adorable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Adorable. So they... Oh, and the stuffed animal that Wrecker likes, but that's, like, Omega's now. Adorable. And, you know, we get this... Then they get to the dispatch. Hanger. Or whatever. Hanger. <laughs> and Crosshair is there. And that was an interesting standoff. I forget what words were exchanged, but it's between ten- Hunter and Crosshair. It's very interesting relationship. Very westerny. Yeah, like Someone you can see their eyes, and then their point. Yeah. Their then it's shot to their eyes, and then it's shot to their guns, and I was like, hmm, interesting mm-hmm. stuff. And then it goes back to this idea too that we mentioned earlier: the hangar was closing. And someone was opening the hangar for them, and we found out it was a Kaminoan, which is interesting, because it's like, why would she, I mean, maybe because she has a connection with Omega. That's what I assume. But it was just very odd. I don't know. Not, like, displaced, but I was just like, hmm, interesting. So that happened, and, you know, they escape on the big, big ship. And by this point, it's kind of established, you know, like I said, Hunter is Omega's dad, and they're all the cool uncles. And then they say, what do they say? Where, when they talk about where they're going, 
He says... I forgot what they said. J-19. J-19. I think is what it is. Let me... Um, let me see. I'm trying to get to that point. Mm. Might be on my bingo board, actually. Hold on. Oh, wait. What's the plan, Hunter? I thought we could go off on our own. Lay low. He says. But with Crosshair gunning for us, I'm not so sure. What about your friends? Could any of them help us? That would be a short list, says Tech. And then Hunter says, I can think of one. Plot a course for J-19. J-19? We know a guy. And then Wrecker goes, haha, yeah. <laughs> Hunter goes, strap in, kid. You're not going to want to miss this view. So and they're headed for J-19. I know a guy is what Hunter says. So that was our review of the episode. But I guess where we're left off for next this Friday's episode is J-19. Mm-hmm. What the hell is J-19? No idea. I have no clue. Should I Google it? I mean, we can both Google it and see if we can. But the only thing I can think of, and this, the only reason I can think of this, is because it's the only thing that we know is happening is Rex. I think that's, that's the too only soon. Thing. Also, I don't see how they would know where Rex is at this point. That's unless, like, true. Unless they, that's because his um. He con- just did contingency plan. He just did. <laughs> when you type in J nineteen, the first thing that comes up is Star Wars Bad Batch. J nineteen. Um, yeah, I see that. Okay. Let's see. Mm, well, and I know we talked about it too, but it, this is like right after Order 66. Probably what? A couple days? A week? Tops? Yeah. Um, Timeline rise? I mean, they're like right after Order 66 so- happens. That's what I'm they saying. go to Camino, I don't know so, yeah. if we'd see Rex right, but I don't. Again, nah, the I only person I can think of them Rex. seeing is Rex because that's the only person we've seen in the trailer. I mean, we see Fennec Shand too, but I think she's originally sent by the Empire. Yeah, I don't know which side she's. So like. I don't know where J nineteen is. J nineteen. Yeah. I'm. Oh wait, we can look at the Reddit description. Maybe. Honestly, the more. I think about it, the more I'm like, they shouldn't have showed Rex in a trailer. It kind of bothers me. It's kind of like, I don't know. It got people hyped for the trailer, though. It did, but, like, there's no way they could have spoiled it. Because, like, oh, us, we shit. know Okay, wait, 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 wait. Hold up, We're getting cut in the next episode for sure. Batch says that Sector... The Batch says Sector J-19, which is the sector Obi-Wan decrypts from... F cost message at the beginning of the Salukemi arc when we first meet Cut and his family. Do you know who Cut is? I do, but that's the um. That was the clone with the, the sexy Twi'lek wife. <laughs> I can't say that. She's beautiful. Oh my god! Have you seen this woman? <laughs> Gorgeous. The deserter. The deserter. The deserter. Yeah. So that's where they're heading. Hmm. Interesting. I guess that's it. Huh. Like How do they Get know Dee each Bradley other, Get Bradley Baker though? talking to himself more. Again. Wait, did you see the end, though? I don't know if I said it to you, but it literally says... Oh, it's yeah. It's starring D. Bradley Baker as the Bad Batch. <laughs> uh, what a talented man. Cheers. The fact that to he did Dee Bradley for Baker. Clone Wars, he, he deserves an Emmy of some sort. Like, give him a he deserved one for Clone Wars, too. But at this point, he's just carrying a show. 
give this man an award. But I mean, what is what's so that how did they how do they know each other? Mm. They get around. They probably met. They're like, hey. Wait, what planet are they like on? This? They're not on Ryloth. No, no. Because I was going to say, isn't his daughter the one that joins the Ryloth Rebellion? But no, I'm mixing things up. No, that's, um, I think you're thinking of, um, shoot, the one that's with Waxer and Boyle. Uh, oh, Numa. Numa, yeah. There we okay, go. I am mixing things up. But, yeah, so, I mean, they're going to find a friend and who knows what else. Is, I don't even know what they're going to do with the series now. I mean, obviously, I think that they're going to be hunted down, but I don't know. Like, <laughs> unless you got any thoughts. I, I honestly am like, like, I don't even know what they're going to do next. They're probably going to, it's probably going to be like the Mandalorian where they keep like looking for friends to help them or whatever, or find like a bigger cause or just find somewhere to hide. I mean, but they're constantly the being tracked down. Could Because re- we thought that they go to Ryloth at some point mm. from the trailers. We thought that. Um, the wife could be like, oh, I have a friend on Ryloth who's not happy about this. And then they meet up. And then we'll jam! (laughs) Yeah, and we see baby, baby Baby Hera. I have high hopes that we're getting Hera now. I really do. Like, after seeing Caleb yesterday, or today, sorry. I really think that there's a good chance that we can get little baby. Because Hera would be like 10, 8, 9, 10 by now i like the idea that we see a bunch of small resistances that are slowly starting because it makes sense that ryloth is kind of in the same boat as sagarera's group that they're like this is true we're not just trading the separatists for the empire we're gonna keep fighting this we could possibly see um bail organa i think we will see bail Maybe yeah. even Mon Mothma. He shows up all the time. Bale is, he's your guy. Do you think we'll, I say maybe we see we'll Bale. See... I don't think we see Mon Mothma, though. Maybe. That's deep into the rebellion, I feel like. I see Bale. I see Bale like and Bale. the fish guy. Admiral Akbar? Uh, maybe. <laughs> I wouldn't hate that. I don't think we're seeing Admiral Akbar. Who he's knows? too big a name. He's too big. He's, he's too much of a big deal. I mean, we're obviously not going to... Do you think we'll see Obi-Wan? Or Ahsoka? Oh, we already talked about Ahsoka, I think we'll see. I hope not. But we're also seeing Rex, so, like, it makes sense that we'd see Ahsoka. Unless they immediately were, like... They crash the ship, get to some random place, and are like, Alright, see ya. And then just split up. I want Ahsoka, and I definitely want Vader at some point in this series. I know we talked about that in our trailer, but I want it. It makes I sense. I Vader if, at the very end. If Akbar can't defeat this, the yeah. Bad Batch, I'm thinking, this is how I'm thinking this. If, like, the Bad Batch wind up helping the Rebellion and helping them get really strong really early on, Akbar can't handle it. I think Vader can be sent to deal with Tarkin. the Bad Batch and eliminate Akbar. Damn it, sorry. Tarkin. Tarkin. I think if Akbar Tarkin... Akbar can handle I know. <laughs> if, if he R. can't R. handle them then i think it, and they're like really helping the rebellion get stronger and we see for some reason the rebellion gets stronger or whatever which i don't i'm not sure how big their part in the rebellion will be but who knows yeah but if that does happen i can see because i i guess to finish to finish things up 
the question that everyone's been asking, at the end of the day, who do we think is going to survive? Who do we think is going to die in terms of the series as a whole? Um, we were talking about this before, but like with Vader's personal army and stuff, I would not hate Crosshair becoming like Vader's lieutenant or captain or something and working under Vader and Crosshair actually surviving and just joining the Empire. Um, I think um, I think Crosshair's going to die. I think he's going to get killed by Hunter or vice versa. Yeah, Dosa. I think so too. But I think it would be really cool. Um, who else we got? Uh... Wrecker. I think Omega survives. I, I think, think Omega. Omega I think survives. Omega's the only one that I'm certain will live because I think she's a new character and they want to tell her story more. Um, I think not that the other ones aren't new characters, but yeah, I feel like there's a lot. I think of Echo do with survives. They already mm-hmm. tried to kill him. I think he's staying around. Um, That'd be really depressing if he does. Honestly, just to come back for all of that, just to die again. I think Hunter's dead for sure. If I had to put, okay, I'll put my bets on it right now. Hunter, dead, Echo, alive, Omega, alive, and then the other three are up in the air. That's what I'll leave my thoughts at. I see Wrecker dying to save Hunter. No, you know who has a really interesting relationship, actually? Tech and Hunter. Or not Tech and Hunter. Tech and um, Wrecker. I say both of them are dying. Yeah, I mean, I'd, like I said, those three for me are up in the air, but I think Hunter's dead and Omega and Echo can live. Yeah, makes sense. Do you have any standout characters from this first episode? Omega. Yeah. Omega for Was she me, that good or were you just that happy that you didn't hate her? I was just surprised. <laughs> I don't know. I can't tell if she's a good character or not. It's only been one episode, but in terms of like, She's a lot better of a character than I... I just guess my expectations were very yeah. low for this character. And I'm, like, shocked. Um, and all on Like, I did not think I would like her as much as I am right now. Like, and her and Hunter's... Like, I can just see it right now. Because Hunter's gonna die. Because you can't have Hunter live. And you can't have any father-son, father-daughter, mother-daughter, mother-son relationship in Star Wars where at least one, where the parent survives. You just can't. You're right. So, he's dying. That's how I know. Does she wear his bandana or wear his bandana as a scarf? (laughs) She might. I, I feel that she's a light, like a Jedi for some reason. I know it's stupid, but there's something about her that they haven't, like, that they're alluding to. Well, yeah, we don't know her, I mean, and other than her being female. Just, but we don't know what makes her different from other clones right now. She's literally, well, because, and she knew about the chip. Well, she's also a medical assistant, so the Kaminoans might have just told her. But it's just like, there's something about, and I know we don't know anything, and, you know, it's our first episode there, but there's something off I don't know what it is. I don't like not knowing what's going on, and something's happening with her. I don't know what it is. But. Yeah. I do want to know what her enhancement type thing is. Although, I guess to finish things up as well, too, it was announced today that there are rumored possible animated movies in production at Lucasfilm. In plural, so more than one. Um, don't know what that. that means. I can see I mean, them doing I can see animating, them doing a Rebels um, movie honestly Ugh. because fan service them... to wrap things up eh. i wouldn't hate them animating um 
New Dawn. Oh, shit. Okay. Doing that yeah. sort of thing. I still want a Grievous origin story. I just think that would be cool. Well, they made the, the reason, new model. Might as well use it. The reason I uh, mentioned it was because I'm like, how are they going to wrap up this show? You know, I mean, they could do... If they do do a movie for Bad Vetch, I think it would be like a Disney Plus release only. Um, but I think that's how they do the Camino Uprising. I think all of this builds towards it. And they gather some forces in something and something like that. And then they just do a movie about it to end the series. I think that would be really cool. But, yeah. I mean, I guess to finish all these episodes up, we can give them a ranking. But I want to do a ranking out of something, but related to Star Wars. So, like, out of ten. But what should we do it out of? Death Sticks? Sure! So, out of ten Death Sticks, what would you give the first episode of Bad Batch? I'd give it a... Nine. Really? I'm a high ball it. It huh. was good. It was the perfect length, I think. I think the 71-minute premiere was definitely the way to go. Okay. Um, it got everything it needed to done, and it was still interesting. It had some surprises that I enjoyed. It looked great. It sounded great. Um, and I like all the characters, and I like getting more of these characters, and I just like clones, as you know. So, yeah. Nine out of ten death sticks for me. Good stuff. I'm going to go ahead and give it a seven out of ten death sticks. I liked it a lot. I thought it was good. I just thought it was very predictable in the sense that I knew what was coming. Like, the one thing I really did like, like I said, it was that opening sequence. And then Omega's character really did surprise me in the end. Um, Wasn't expecting to like her at all. And I loved, love, 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 loved seeing Caleb through order 66 and connecting it back to revenge of the sith in the beginning um that was a really big highlight for me so yeah this was our episode one review discussion whatever you want to call it we will be back on friday most likely saturday because i am working all day friday so this will come out today happy star wars day everyone make sure you follow us on all of our socials nick is on twitter and instagram at sug underscore 11 i am on twitter and tiktok at simp the number four skywalker and i'm on instagram at simp underscore simp four skywalker underscore and now we have a podcast instagram as well it is at sith happens pod on twitter and instagram um so go there we'll try to be doing these live we had a little bit of an issue today but for the most part i think we're gonna probably try to do these live so thank you so much for listening I hope you have a great rest of your Star Wars day, and we'll see you all on Friday. Saturday? Fr- Saturday. Saturday. <laughs> all right. Woo. Yay. Bye.